What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode. And before we start this episode, I want to encourage all our listeners to please subscribe and rate our channel. We definitely appreciate that. Also, feel free to give us feedback. Like I said, all three of those things, we definitely appreciate it. I just want to start the show off and letting you guys know. And um, here's another episode. I hope you all enjoy it. On the way to the top floor. I ain't selling out though, but I'm on the way. Got a lot of rumors to motivate. Hold all the moves, I'm a play play. On the way. On the way, on the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next, but I'm on the way. You ain't take risks cause you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way, on the way. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I'm your host Xavier Miller, sitting with my co-host D. Hey, everybody. And today we this is this will be another super dope episode. We got a young lady out of uh, uh, Philly, and she's doing huge, gr- huge things, great things. And her name is Jamisa. She's an uh, investor, and she's the CEO of Rosebud Investments. So welcome to the show. We super excited for this episode. Hey guys, thank you for having me. I'm yeah. super excited. We yeah. gonna have some fun. Yeah, yeah, most <laughs> definitely. We gonna we gonna we got some good conversation. Chop up some some real good game. We was just chopping it up before uh, before a little bit, but the listeners didn't get a chance to hear it. So. For the people who who not familiar with you, what was the start to you doing all the things you're doing now? Give us like a little background. What was the start to all this? Okay. So I'm 25 now. Um, I currently have 18 properties, no mortgage. So the real estate Crazy. portfolio, two point something million. I don't, I'm actually <laughs> get the sound number because I always end up buying houses. I stop counting. It just sounds good. So it's like, yeah, like two million, <laughs> leave it in a minute. If it's more cool. But um, I started when I was 19, and I started by accident, really. So my very first property was a dollar D transfer. Um, so for people who are familiar with a dollar D transfer, it's usually done between family members. So I did mine with my grandma. And it's literally you being added to a D for a dollar. So then your transfer tax is like on that dollar, opposed to you having to pay transfer tax for the whole worth of the property. Here in the city, they got hip to it a little bit, so they not really with the whole dollar D transfer if you're not immediately related. Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all can try it, but mm-hmm. I don't know if they still letting that fly because a lot of people was doing it. Like, oh, if I got it for a dollar, you can only tax me on that dollar. So that's what me and my grandma did. Wow. So, so that was. Now, oh, there you go. You go. No, no, I was gonna say. So that's that's literally how I got started, and it didn't really mean much to me at that time because she was alive and she lived there, so. It was her house to me. You know, you got that house. It's your grandma's house. You know, the, the mm-hmm. house that you grow up in, you visit, she babysit, whatever, all of that. So mm-hmm. I wasn't like, oh, I got a house. I was like, okay, cool. My name's on a piece of paper. And she ended up dying about a year after. And that's when it kind of really got real for me because it's like, oh, wow, this is your actual house. This is your responsibility. So now you're talking about the taxes because you do have to pay taxes yearly on properties. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, there was no debt on there, so she didn't have mortgages, but... If your grandma anything like my grandma, you already know the vibes, like everything old in there. She got plastic on the chairs, like it, it's gonna work. Then you think you're nice. Now I was the cashier, so the first thing that I thought to do was just to get it fixed. That was my immediately my immediate thought. Where I was, I was renting at the time, so I'm like, okay, I can live in this place for free, pay the taxes, but now I got to get it up and running because my husband was my boyfriend at the time, but we also had a baby. 
Mm. Right? So I don't want my baby in there in the old grandma house. I want to update it. Like, you know, we want to live a certain way when we were young. So that was the first thing that we attempted to do, just get it fixed up. Um, But everybody that came to look at the property to give us quotes, they was, like, giving us numbers that we didn't have. Like, I was at ShopRite. He was working at a car wash. They were telling us it was going to be 50000 to fix it up, 60000 to fix it up. The foundation was off, the structure. I'm like, yo, she was just living here. How could all of these things be wrong? <laughs> like, uh, but the thing that was really constant was that they kept saying, but I'll buy it from you. Like, they meant that. Like, I had people, like, look, walk me to the truck right now, and I'll write you a check. Like, you might as well just let me get it off your hands. Like, let me just buy it. Let me get it off your hands. Mm. I'm like, why y'all want this hustle, bitch? Y'all crazy. So, eventually, um, I had to go through the motions of, you know, arguing with family members because that was my grandma, but she also had other grandchildren and she also had adult children and everybody wanted a piece of the house. Like, so they all wanted to move in there and it just was going through it. So, mm-hmm. I lived about 40 minutes away. While I'm going, they breaking in the property. Right, because I was still paying the utilities there. Like everything was the same, um, so I was paying the utilities. They breaking them. They was unplugging the deep freezer, letting the food in there go bad. Like I didn't even really have a chance to mourn or get myself together. Like we didn't even clean the house out when we was getting these quotes. Everything was, you know. So now I'm pregnant again with my second kid, and did you know you a woman? You already we already hormonal creatures. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you're a mom when <laughs> you pregnant. It's tapping to a different type of crazy. Like, like it's like, okay, as a woman, we already got these things about us. You might experience that during, you know, your time of the month. But when you I'm glad y'all man, know that. I'm glad man, you know that. <laughs> man, listen, you a man, you need to know that. You need to act like you can't understand. You need to understand why she just turns into the bride of Chucky real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes you feel crazy, like, I be scared of myself sometimes. Like, oh, this is the thing. So I'm just going through that now. So now it's the pressure out of the house, right? It's mm-hmm. the, the, the argument, the constant arguing with the family. It's just all of that stuff. Now you're playing with me because you're breaking in the house. Like, okay, great. I'm going to sell this house, period. Like, that mm-hmm. was it. Okay? Now, the guy who lived directly next door to my grandma, he still lives there now, as a matter of fact. He referred me to the realtor who helped him purchase his home. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the thing about, you know how people like stay woke? I was not woke. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to figure out why he lived next door to my grandma. <laughs> when I say he was sharp, he got the suits on. Rich man, like, next door to my grandma in the middle of the hood. This South Philly, because that's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. That's South Philadelphia. So, I wasn't even paying attention. I wasn't paying attention to the fact that his house was just, like, beautiful. I didn't know what it means, because if you don't know what to look for, you just don't know. And that right. was my thing. I didn't know. So... Long story short, I connected with the realtor who helped him buy his house because he was just sick of them making all that noise next door to the house he didn't pay $300,000, $400,000 for. He was over it. So that was his whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so the realtor did it. I connected with him. He said, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to list this property for one twenty, dollars and we're going to see what happens. Now, to me, and he, he meant $120,000, but that was crazy to me because the guys who were coming making those mm-hmm. offers, they was offering like, 50000 40000 in cash. It ain't worth no more. It need a lot of work, you know. Mm-hmm. And when he told me twenty, I'm like, huh? But mind you, I don't really know how this works. So I was with it. I followed his lead. He did it. The house sat on the market for, I want to say, a solid week. I'm not going to even say a business week. I give it a full seven days just for the sake of argument. But we was at a bidding war by the end of the week. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, mind you, not paying attention. What's the bitten word? Like, right. why do they want to say that? Are they arguing over it? Listen, mm-hmm. I was so, like, ignorant to all of this. Right? So I end up clearing 152 after yeah. it was all said and done. I think I let it sit for maybe seven, eight days. And after that, I was like, yeah, take that one. Somebody had offered $152,000, and I took it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, now, <laughs> yeah, heavy. I was, I was so young, so it was crazy. Like, so I was like, wow. <laughs> like, I remember, I'm just smiling right now. Think about it. Like, <laughs> that check with my name on it, with those numbers, did something to me. That's yeah. what it was. People were like, yo, what made you want to just jump into it? Because if you read the statistics, it'll tell you, like, about 80% of inheritances or people who win the lottery, they lose their money. Yeah, facts. Because they didn't work for it, they're not ready for it. I wasn't ready for it either, I'm not going to lie, but I got ready. In the back of my mind, I'm like, look, if one house got me this, I need more. Like, it's a drilling the rush. Yeah, I, man, I held that check for like three, four days just staring at it. I couldn't even go to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> this is mine. Like, this is mine. I'm like, what am I going to say to the people at the bank? They going to want those. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> that, you know? that's yeah, crazy. That, it was crazy. The experiences, like I remember, it, like it was yesterday. This was everything. It was everything, and that's really what lit the fire. Um, on top of the fact that after the house was, you know, sold and I got the check, the realtor said, "Look, I want you to sit down with my financial advisor guy just so he can help you plan some things because that's a lot of money." Mm-hmm. And he was worried about me. Typical story, like he seen the little black girl. He like she won't mess this money up. Like he mm-hmm. was nervous, so you know. I just look at it like he was being concerned. I appreciated it. So I'm like, all right, I'll sit down with the guy. So I sit down with this guy, and he's telling me, like, okay, you should put your money in a Roth IRA. You know, it'll sit there until you're 50. If you touch it before you're 50, you're getting penalized for it. I'm like, until I'm 50. Right. So you want me to take all this money and go back to work? You crazy. <laughs> yeah. Go back to work. Dude, I would have been at shop like, on my car, yeah, you like, I ain't going back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no. <laughs> you talking real. For real, no, for real, though. So I couldn't do it. Um, it just didn't sit right. So I respectfully declined, and I remember them saying, like, well, what you going to do with all that money? And I looked at it, I'm like, I'm going to buy houses. And I meant it. Like, when I said it, I didn't know how. I didn't know what was going to take place. I didn't know how everything was going to turn out. But I knew for a fact that if one house got me this much money, I'm going to go buy some more houses. I ain't know where I'm going to find them at. This the thing, like I just believed in me, and I believed in the fact that if this money out here like this, I gotta go get it. Fact. That was, I didn't even really do anything. I sold the house. I didn't even clean it up. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was filming it. It was crazy. That's crazy. You know, what's so crazy about that is, because like you said, so many people, especially around that age, probably a good ninety percent of people, they would have blew that shit. Yeah. Like they would have blew it within like within that year, yeah. it would have got blue, blue yeah. through. No, listen, <laughs> my first year, I bought nine houses. I ain't no right. I was not playing. That's look, crazy. I just was looking at it. So I've always been really smart. I'm way beyond my years. People always said I was real wise. But in my mind, I'm like, well, if I can spend money and it's going to make me some more money, then I'm going to have money to spend later. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't about the instant gratification for me because, for one, and then it just, I think God just kind of had it all planned out because I told you I was pregnant with my second kid. I ended up being put on bed rest. So I couldn't go back to work because she was trying to get out early. She, she was freaking out. She was just as crazy as I was. And she wanted to meet me so she could tell me how crazy she actually was. <laughs> so that set me down, right? I couldn't go back to work. That was no benefits. You can't get uh, unemployment for certain things. So I'm like, 
you make it work. Like, he put you in the situation, make it work. So I knew not to fold with it. But I knew it just made perfect sense. Listen, just get another house. You can rent it out. Like, come on, you can do mm-hmm. it. And just having that mindset is what got me here. So I did mm-hmm. take trips and all of that stuff after the fact. But by the time I started to take the trips, I had already, I was a landlord. About three, mm-hmm. four rent. So I was getting rent at that time. So right, my right. rental payment for taking care of those trips for me. And that's what that's how I supposed to be. And that's what I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you like after that initial moment when you got the money, was it a point yeah. where you was wilding for a second and then you got hold of yourself, or you yeah. just went straight to business? But by the time of it, yeah, I did it the opposite way because I was always frugal. So right now, people are like, yeah, you're a millionaire. Yo, I still be looking at price tags like, nope, it's crazy. <laughs> that's how you now, keep it. Yeah, just knowing what, and I tell people that all the time. Like, if you look at people who are really successful. You hear it and how they speak and how they carry themselves, but it's not a label that's going to define that you're successful. Mm-hmm. Where I live right now, I'm the youngest person here. But these houses are beautiful. I'm talking about million-dollar homes because we live in, like, the low gated community. The mm-hmm. people that I see when we walking up and down, they walking their dogs. They look like they shop at Walmart with me. I mean, if you're trying to look me one day, you might go to Target. You know, if you're trying to... Listen, I was at Target the other day, and I had, to, I had no service. You know, I had to walk around, turn their Wi-Fi on, so I could download the Cartwheel app, so I could use my coupon. Like that's how serious I was. I don't be playing with my money because the same way you make it, you can lose it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And now, just knowing, like, okay, because I do the auction things, so I'm always at an auction. I have purchased properties for six hundred dollars. Now, when I'm buying certain stuff, I'm like, no, that's a house. That's mm. really where my mind goes. It became so addictive to me that I can't even think. About purchasing something else without thinking what else I could be doing with the money. Like, no, look, you could put this to your rehab. You could, you could go to the auction next month, grab another one. That's how I think. Because it's like at 25 years old, by the time I'm 40, I want to be able to retire and really mean it. Like, mm-hmm. I could chill you. I want to just make sure I got, because people like 18 houses, that's a lot. But it's mm-hmm. always room to grow for me. Right. And even mm-hmm. as I reach the final level of success for myself, I had children. So mm. now I'm gonna make sure y'all good. If I can run the race for y'all, then cool. Let me just—I I, I got it in me. You know why you still got that energy? Get it done, and that's how I think. Mm. I think that contributes a lot to my success. Um, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool, man. I, I and that's—I got a lot I want to touch on what you saying, that, and that's. Like, and the first one is, man, you just said some powerful stuff. I'm like, my mind like kind of racing because I got a bunch of different things I want to ask you about. But the first one is like, you mentioned how you got 18 properties. So did you buy, uh-huh. you, you mentioned you, you don't have any debt with them. So you bought all of them cash, right? I did. That was the worst thing I ever did in my life. Too. But it was a learning experience. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> was a, but, but, but at least you got them though. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, I just want to uh, ask. I just, I just want to make sure that is that that was the way you no, got them. That's, that's exactly right. So okay, let me tell okay. you what happened. So I had the money, and they saw me coming. The girl with the cashier check. They was telling their homies, cousins, friends, going, she got money, money. She just listen. We should give the check. It's going clear. Like <laughs> now that I'm in the game, I know how it go. You got to get financing and inspection yeah, and appraisal to keep your I money.
So my great grandma, she man, if I'm rocking, she rolling, she got. I'm telling you, like she, she, she just got a real special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. So when I sold mine, I told her sell hers. Like grandma, look, they always try to take your house at the auction, sell it. She's like, all right, you sold yours, you got money, let me do it. So it ends up happening around house eight. I was almost cash poor. I got a bunch of houses. Mm-hmm. And some of them rented out, but you know when you start renting a house, that's paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, you yeah. only get rent once a month, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So the last drawing, I said, "All right, grandma, look, put your money with me, and we gonna get a house together." So I spent my last dollar, and she gave me some of hers, and we did that. Like, and then I ended up playing Monopoly a little bit after that. So it was a few houses I had to sell. Whichever one was the weakest in a portfolio, I was selling and double up. Mm. And pretty much whatever I spent, I would try to squeeze two houses out of it. So that's how I progressively began to get more. Um, and at that time, it's like, whew, you kind of out of the woods because you still paycheck to paycheck, but you got a lot of paychecks coming. It's not mm-hmm. just one. Right. One, two things. Because you got to keep in mind, too, this wasn't secondary for me. This was my bread and butter, so I was living off of it, too. So right. I had to, I had to, it's not like, so I got a, a mentor, and her name Aisha. She's so cool, man. Well, I'll tell you, listen, she's my old head. She's so thorough. She's so <laughs> thorough. I don't remember being there. DM in there on Instagram, like, yo, I love you. You got to teach me. She like, meet me at Starbucks. I don't even drink coffee. I'm like, when? <laughs> <laughs> so she got like 50 doors, but mm. she also has a franchise. She's a licensed stockbroker. And she reinvests every dollar. So she's she bringing in like maybe 50000 a month, if not more, rental income. And mm. she reinvests all of her rent back into real estate. She's, when I see So 
we just pretty much kept it going. And the more and more I started to learn, the more and more I actually realized, one, that I actually liked real estate. I like it. It's second nature to me. I really like it. But then also I realized how necessary it was to own something. Mm-hmm. Like, you got people who don't, they don't have nothing. So you don't have no say-so. If yeah. you don't own something, whoever owned it got the right to do whatever, say whatever. I tell mm-hmm. my tenants now, if you don't buy the house, like if I was ever homeless, I could come home. What you going to do? That's my right. way of talking to them and buying houses from me. But I'll be just saying it to them in a way that's realistic because working is great. Having a pension and Social Security is great. But none of those things are guaranteed. Mm-hmm. None of those things are guaranteed. And when you look up and you don't have anything, whose fault is it? Because the opportunity is there. The information is there. I'm self-taught for a lot of things, and not because I taught myself everything by myself, but no, I took the initiative to reach out to people, read a book, listen to a podcast, figure it out. I'm no different than nobody else. Like, I'm not going to say I'm a genius. Like I said, I was intelligent, but I was just smart enough to go find answers. Mm. Everybody can do that. Literally, everybody. everybody. Everybody can do that, and that's what I tell people. Like, so we'll complain about how hard life is and what we had to go through, and but then we'll die and have the next person that come at us do the same thing. If you say you hated it and you didn't like it, why would you put your folks in a situation that had to do the same thing? My kids, they, they never, they will never have a regular job. Now, I'm mm. going to teach them responsibility. They're never going to be at the mercy of a $7 an hour, half your check getting taken by text. They're not going to have to go through that just because I know better. Fair. And then you just, like in our community anyway, you got people who just take pride in the wrong things. Like, oh, yeah, I got it out the mud. That's not thorough. <laughs> like, if somebody can give you a hand up, let them. Like, I don't yeah. know. Why, why do you got to do that? Mm-hmm. I just feel like we all got it out the mud. You had people in our ancestry that was slaves. Like, the stuff they had to go through right. to get laid, and you don't want none of it? None like, of it, right. Like, dying for it. You don't. I'm, I'm going to just go get it on my own. Wow. <laughs> you know, I can make a million dollars, and you know, I could teach you how to make a million dollars, and then we two million strong. To me, that make more sense than me busting my behind for years to make two million. That's right. So, my mind is different when it comes to certain things, mm. and when I hear other people talk, I'm like, y'all ain't got it. Y'all got to really sharpen up your sharpen mind. Up. Sharpen that's Listen, real, man. The power of the brain is crazy. Like, the more that you can imagine, the more that you can accomplish. And the more, the further you can go. And I just think that it's so important. It's just super duper duper important. So I remember just having conversations with people because I was excited. You know, new money, new information. I'm trying to change the world, right? Through the cable and I hit the streets. <laughs> like, everybody going to get a house. Like, I don't care who you is. Everybody, you know how Oprah, like, one for you, one for you. Like, everybody get one. Everybody get a house. So people started to come around. Now, my first clients, um, they were my in-law sons. So, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law had these friends, and they were older. A lot of my clients are older, actually, but they had a situation where the dad was um, trying to sell the house, and they didn't have the money to buy it, and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I had just came out the dollar deed transfer thing. I'm like, no, wait, do the dollar deed transfer. It's going to be yours. Then you could just refi out and pay him the money from the refi. Mm-hmm. I did it. I told him to do it. They made like 70000 two weeks. Boom. Boom. Right? And that was free of charge. Just me just sharing what sure. I knew. Right? right. And again, somebody else had another situation. They were trying to go find a house and they needed somewhere to live and a mortgage. Something crazy was going on. They couldn't get a mortgage. I'm like, well, buy it in cash. Because if you go to the auction, boom, boom, boom. Now that person got a house. Right? 
uh, by the third or fourth time, I'm like, okay, great. I'm making y'all a lot of money. Y'all not going to keep saying thank you. So that's how Rosebuds came about, just because the stuff that I was saying, I was living it. So it was real. And like, I don't know if y'all could tell just how I feel about it. I've been like this, like this burning thing, this passion, it's been there. So it's like crazy. I will talk you into buying a house. I can talk you into <laughs> I don't feel like the worst person in the world if you don't own a house. I'd be like, nope, what you gonna do? You just spent that on Chick-fil-A, like I'm talking to you crazy. I'm gonna make you feel what I feel just mm. so real to them. So um people that's need how that. came about. They, they, they do need it. Yeah. Some people just think it's so far fetched. Mm-hmm. Facts. They think it's so far fetched. They think they like, man, buying a house, I can't do that. You like, bro, it's, it's so much shit out here. It ain't that hard. It's so much properties out here, bro. I went to the auction one time and purchased a property for seventeen hundred. In the same area that some of my friends were in. You know, when you're young, you just do anything. So, you know, they had some illegal activities going on, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember winning that property for that amount of money, and I couldn't wait to show them. I couldn't wait. I couldn't. Wait. I said, "Look, so you're gonna be on the block. I'm gonna own this block. Watch." They're like, "What?" I'm like, "Look, look what I got it for." They couldn't believe me. They was like, "Yo, what?" I was like, "Yep." Just like that. Sometimes if you can't see it, you can't believe it. So I was doing right. this like, huh, look, I'm going to show you. Look, no turning back for certain people. It's like once you can be the example for people, because it's not about what you tell them, it's about what you show them. What Some people show, just yeah. don't have hope. Some people don't have hope. I'm, I'm just going to be the one. Like, and I, it's, it's, it's a mindset thing, too, because I can't really say I had a role model. But I can say that some of the things I saw gave me the reminder of what I didn't want to see. So, with that being said, I became who I needed at the time. Mm. So now I'm somebody role model. Right. I just had to figure out, if I don't like drugs, I ain't going to do them. If I don't like how people look when they drunk, I ain't going to drink. Just like that. So, it just really depends on how you shape the situation that you're in. But they can definitely better you. For mm. sure. Yeah, that's, that's deep, man. And uh, So, are you buying, when you when you uh got those 18 properties, are you just buying strictly in Philly? Or are you buying like pretty much out of, <laughs> all over? Um, I'm mixing it up. The majority is in Philly. Okay. They're not all in one spot, though. So I have South Philly, North Philly, Germantown, Kensington, West Philly, okay. um, Northeast. But I recently started to purchase in Chester. Uh, you know, when we was doing that little commercial break, we talked about the Detroit and the Cleveland situation. Mm-hmm. I'm open to anything. Now I'm real big on Airbnbs. I'm real excited about Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really that's, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, I'm real excited about that. Because yeah. my husband, he like, he like the genius, right? So that's his thing. When you be young, <laughs> and then he smoked. So I can't smoke because I don't like how smoking makes me feel. Right, right. Tell you, I'm I went to college, you. I smoked. I'm with and you. And I was like hyperventilating. I was tripping. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you 100%, bro. It ain't for everybody. I was, I was going crazy. But to him, yeah. he does the complete opposite. And he just start brainstorming. Like, everything different. He cooked different. different. <laughs> 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 I don't know what time he cooked. And I, I remember when we first started dating, he couldn't cook because it was like, it was horrible. He used to just eat cereal all the time. I'm like, that's not even food, yo. What are you doing? I told him how to cook. So he started smoking. He would cook Coming up with different ideas. But one day, he like, yeah, he like the chicken. I got lemon zest on it. I'm like, lemon zest? We don't have no lemon zest in here. What you do? He like, I shaved the lemon. I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that man knows. <laughs> yo, you what? He I shaved the lemon. Not only did he shave the lemon. It really had an urge to be good. I was like, <laughs> he said, 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 he
very curate thing. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, so it just, it brings us creative side. So we always just talk about different ways to invest. And you know, help other people because Airbnb, people sleep on it. Right. They're like, oh, I can't do an Airbnb. They don't know it's as simple as signing up on a website and putting a house up there and renting it out. Like, yep. you can even sublease. Like, like, say you ain't got a house right now. You could sublease a crib. Like, get it, rent it out as a tenant and then sublease it in an Airbnb format, you know, in certain situations. Mm-hmm. So, it's never about what you can't do. There's always a way to do something. You yeah. just got to figure out that way. And wow. if you want it bad enough, you won't find it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having that, having that, having the information. So that, that's that's uh super. And you uh you mentioned like uh auctions and stuff too. So for the people uh-huh. who are really not familiar with auctions, like how how does someone get into those? Or how how does the whole setup work in general? Yeah. Nah, man, listen, that's like therapy for me. <laughs> I love it. I like it. So auctions pretty much is um a place where properties are being auctioned off, like a car auction. Because somebody lost it due to lack of payment, and it could be tax. Like, if it's a tax auction, they didn't pay their taxes. If it's a mortgage auction, they didn't pay their mortgage. <clears throat> Just little stuff like that. That's one of the only places you'll get a property that low below market value, like, ever. And I don't, it doesn't even matter the city and the state now. Philly just has a tendency to have really low numbers. Um, but with any auction, usually the numbers are way less than what the property is worth. And you just go in. And you bid like a car auction. And there was different strategies with different auctions. Like it's an auction um, where you got to put down five percent. The minimum bid is like two hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 I'm sorry. The minimum deposit is like two hundred dollars, and then you got to have the rest of the money by a certain time. Right. Good. Like a certain auction in Philly where the minimum deposit is ten percent, so you can really put down six hundred dollars. And then sell a property before the rest is due and make fifteen thousand, twenty thousand in a matter of weeks. So it really just depends on how you work the auction and which auction that you decide is best for you. But I do think auctions for buying holds for every auctions are my go-to. I really like them because it's right there. Some people have a hard time because they feel like they want to do real estate, right? But I think a lot of people now they were just with the hype. They like the idea of real estate because everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. But they don't really know what they signing up for. Mm-hmm. They're like, I want to do I get people all the time when I do my calls. Because when I do my calls, I give you a step-by-step blueprint to get you whatever you want. Like, if you like, look, I got $5 and a 400 credit score. I'm like, okay, step one, do this. Step two, boom, here go 14000 in unsecured credit. Like, I'm just getting it together. And the beginning of the call always start with me asking my clients what they want. And a lot of them don't know. Like, some of them, I want to do what you're doing. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, this ain't easy. <laughs> some mm-hmm. of them, like, I want to be a millionaire. What that mean? Because you could be a millionaire on paper and be broke in the bank. Like, I really mm-hmm. began to stretch their brain for the first half of the call just to get them to understand what they asking for. Like, what do you want? Like, what? All right, how much is your bills? Okay, so this is what you should be making. Boom. The time's about three just so you can go on a trip or two. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I have to really stretch their brain because some people don't know that I want to do real estate. Real estate, not saying you do. You mean you want to invest in real estate? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, now how? Because you could be a flipper. You could be a buying holder. You could be a wholesaler. You could be a contractor. You could be a property manager. When you say you want to invest in real estate, it comes with different, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Different things that's associated with it. So I'd be having to like break it down for people. Because not everybody knows. They just think it. They Like, and I'm saying ownership is for everybody, but you can do it different. Like, you can buy a lot, right? You can mm-hmm. be a real estate investor. 
you could purchase a lot. You're not a landlord at all. Your tax is like a hundred and something dollars a year. Yep. It's appreciating over time. You own a piece of land and that's it. Or you could let somebody, you know, pay you to park on it. Just little small stuff. But when people are like, I don't want to be a landlord. Cool, you don't have to. For real. You know what I mean? So there's mm-hmm. just so many different ways to, to get to it when it comes to real estate. And that's what I do with Rosebud Investments. I just teach people what is out there. Like What's what can potentially there? happen. But I was a crash test dummy, man. I done did everything. <laughs> I done did subject clues. Listen, I'm... I was so hyped about this real estate thing, man. Anything you mention, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try it. Where's it? Sign up, <laughs> Listen, I done did so many things. I done purchased houses over the phone. Like, yep, all right, send me down. I'm gonna sign it right now. I ain't even <laughs> see it. Like, I, that's how right now that I have that I didn't even walk into. I ain't, I ain't feel the need to. That's like, how, the that's, numbers that's make how sense. I, mean, I, yeah. good. I ain't going in there. That's how. That's how it be. The numbers make sense. That's really like. That's all that matters at the end of the day. For that's real. it. I don't even care what it looks like because whatever I need to do, I'm gonna do it. The numbers support that is getting done, so it's be good. good. I don't need to stay. Like you want to look at it? Nah, I don't feel like it. Like I don't feel like looking at it. Oh, I yeah. might see it and not like it too, because that's my thing. I think I'm one of the only investors I know that just hate abandoned property. I hate them. I hate abandoned properties. Like this, this house that we got, we called it the tree house. This is one of our first ones. We call it the treehouse, but well, you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Never, I never walked in there. Uh, my husband did it. It's no steps or nothing. Oh, I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you the Dropbox link just so y'all yeah, can play. Yeah, yeah. So let, let me see what it's looking like. Crazy. It's crazy looking. What? I ain't even. Go, it was no steps. He had to scale the steps. Like I don't even know how he got some of these pictures because <laughs> I'm gonna do it to him. I think I'm gonna send it to him right now. Yeah. Yeah. What, it's what, bad. What's the uh? What's the market looking like in Philly? So it depends on where you at. It's a market. I, I really personally think it's going to be a crash really soon. Mm-hmm. And I just say that for everywhere, not just in Philly. But mm-hmm. Philly market is real different. I feel like it's a market. For me, I'm a buying a whole person. That's my strategy. Same. Um, and I try not to be biased with it, but I'm just saying. Flipping to me is too much of Because once you flip, you got you some money. But then what? You're going to spend it. Either way, you're going to spend it on bills, which is going to dwindle your money, or you're going to spend it on properties, which Probably. is going to give you some money. So if you can figure out a way to make it work, you know. But I do think the market is one for buying and holding as well as flipping them. If you can still get in real cheap, fix it up, and make a couple dollars on the flip. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just sent y'all the link. So I just feel like you, when it comes to, you do have to follow the trend of the market, but I think being true to yourself in all aspects of life is really important to me. So before you jump into real estate saying, I'm going to be a flipper, I'm going to be a wholesaler, I'm going to do this and that, you got to know what you're really capable of and what you can tolerate. Because yeah, if real. you say you're going to be a person who flip houses, you, you got to be ready to argue with them contractors. First of all, you got to be ready to find them. Let's just throw that out there. Find them, argue with them all. Unless you try to argue with a ghost, you got to find the contractors first. But when you do find them, you know, just making sure that they're giving you fair quotes and Mm. That they prices are worth it and that they can actually do the job babysitting them or hiring a property, I mean, a project manager to make sure that they, where they're supposed to be, you know, getting stuff done. I mean, if you got a nine to five and you ain't ready to quit and give it your all, how are you about to make sure they're doing their job when you got to do yours? You at work. You mm. can't really, you know. So I just feel like you got to know for yourself what it is that you're about to do. Mm. And once you figure that part out, everything else kind of come to you because... If you cut out to sit there and babysit a job, I ain't knocking. Do it. Get it done. Make sure, you know. But if you know you got to go to work and you're not really willing to quit, 
then I don't, I don't know. Because to wholesale, take work, you got to get it out the contract, mm-hmm. right? You got to find the buyers, the real buyers, or you're going to be JV and the JV. Now with eight people at the closing table, which is yeah. so many different things. That's real. When it comes to real estate, and I think people just jump in without the basic education. Like I tell people, till they like, I'm just ready to quit my job. I quit my job because I'm insane. I already told you that in the beginning. That it's just that crazy. <laughs> exactly, because <laughs> I'm insane. I'm really crazy. And you gotta be. Like, if you're not crazy, don't quit your job. Like, because as an entrepreneur, you eat what you kill. Like, you gotta mm-hmm. go get it. If you're not about to go get it, man, let the people keep paying you. At least you know your check coming. Because mm-hmm. I don't want you to be homeless and hungry, your lights off, your car be pulled because you didn't quit because I didn't right. say anything possible. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not taking the hell. Right. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. know you. I can't tell you. Like, I don't know how hard you're about to go for it. I already knew where I was at with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not losing. That was me. I can't teach that though. I can give you all the information that you need. That hustle so separate. It's either it's in you or it's not. I can't teach you that. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell my clients. I can't teach you certain things, man. I could walk you through whatever it is you want to do every step of the way. But when it comes time to that grind, you got to do it. You got to do it. And that's something like we even talk about that often too. I'm like, that's something that. I mean, you can kind of teach yourself that, but I feel like a lot of times yeah. it's just kind of just in you for real. From like, it gotta be in you. yeah, it's like something that you probably had since you was a kid. You always found a way to make money, do some, find some hustles, no matter what it is. Even if it might have been something that wasn't as productive to society, right. you always found right. a hustle, a way to get money. And some people they ain't never had that before. Then they become twenty. 21 years old, 25 years old. They be like, oh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. They be like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Well, they ain't never did nothing entrepreneurial in their life. So it's like, yo, so what is gonna, what is spirit going to come from? Like, what, if you ain't never had that hustle mentality before, I, like, how you just going for that? You ain't never worked nothing. You ain't never had to work for nothing. Yeah. You, gave everything. you ain't ready for it. You, you ain't going to be ready. Yeah, then that's the, that's the same thing. There's appointments that come with it, too. See, yeah. that's the thing. There's nothing guaranteed with it. You're going to do good, you're going to do bad, too. You're going to win, you're going to lose, too. Fact. If you're a sore loser, if you're not prepared for it, it's not going to work out in your favor. And like you said, that's just something that can't be taught. Really. Yeah, it can't, it can't, it can't, it can't be taught. Like, I see it, I see, I be seeing, I said, oh, especially in this area, I see it all the time. Like, with people that I know that ain't never, like, they ain't never created, even if it's not, like, a solid uh, official LLC business, but they never had their own, like, something before. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, I'm about to be an entrepreneur. But it's like, bro, like, what you, like, like, I don't know. Like, you might, it might work, but it's like, if you ain't never, ever hustled for nothing on your own with everything that you got uh-huh. been gave to you from a job or something like that, now you just say you're going to uh-huh. be an entrepreneur, I don't know, I don't know if this shit going to work out. Just being it's honest. Yeah. God, I'm sure. <laughs> For uh, real. I did an interview with Todd, millionaire and Rashana, mm-hmm. and they called it the have and have not. Because every time I do an interview, I got another bomb. I don't know. Like, I really just, something be going on. And the words <laughs> that be coming out my mouth, it's just crazy. I, I, it's, I don't understand. It's happened, right? But I was saying, like, it's the have and the have not. And it's a mindset that you have to have. Mm-hmm. Now, not everybody has to have it, and that's okay. Because with the circle of life, like the Lion King, right? <laughs> you sound like me. You gotta have a boss and you gotta have a worker. Mm-hmm. You have to have doctors. You mm-hmm. have to have doctors. Right? You have to have dentists. It's just certain things that certain people cut out for and God give everybody their own special gifts and their own special talents. And I think it get messy when people try to do something that they see the next person doing just because they like how it looks. Right. They don't make it look hard because God didn't put it in them to be a challenge. Some things gonna come second nature to some people. Yep. Other mm-hmm. things is gonna be hard. 
this yeah. is this is going to be hard. Like LeBron, he ball. That's his thing, right? If you tell him to go play soccer, he, he probably he right probably can't struggle. Yeah. Right? If you tell him in the kitchen to cook something, he gonna be like, huh? But if you tell him to run the play, you know, set something up, he probably can do that. He can win you a championship, right? And that's his gifts. That's his talent. Everybody has their own gift and their own talent. People just are motivated by the wrong things, so they see you making money. Like mm-hmm. I want to do what you do. You can't handle what I do, though. It's not just about the money. You're exactly. You got to be able to tolerate. Otherwise, I mean, you could do anything to make money, then you're going crazy because you ain't happy. Mm-hmm. Then you, you, you're doing my job. That's why you're not going to be happy. So yeah, that's why you I ain't happy. Yeah. I can't play ball the same. I like, listen, I can't even <laughs> dribble. My coordination is off. I trip over my feet. I can't do it. I wouldn't try to do it. Athletes get paid a lot of money just for signing up. Mm-hmm. If I be like, no, I'm going to do it just because I want the check. I'm playing myself. Just be up there, well, like, I'm not getting off the bench. I probably won't even get drafted. I'm gonna tell you, that's how bad I am. Like, I'm real <laughs> For real, bro. I'm real but you know that com- that but, all comes down to like really knowing yourself and knowing who you uh, are, uh, your skill sets, what you're capable of. Because when you know yourself, you don't even put yourself in positions that's like gonna set you up for right. failure. You know what your strengths strengths and your weaknesses are. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's so when I say ownership, like when I teach seminars or whatever. I go off of the structure of B-O-O-D. And B is branding because you are your brand. The mm-hmm. O is ownership. Mm-hmm. The other O is opportunity. And the D is discipline. But with the um, with the O, when I say ownership, people are like, yeah, ownership. Like, yeah, own the house. But before you can own anything, you got to own yourself. Mm-hmm. Because anything mm-hmm. you touch, if you don't know who you are and all that, you're going to fumble it. You're going to mess it up. If you don't know yourself, Anything that you run across or anything that you try to do not going to go right because you're not carrying it right. So when I say ownership, you really have to take ownership of yourself. Like you said, you got to know yourself. Because when you know yourself, there's certain stuff you're just not going to do. You already know what you could. That's like, I know I'm allergic to shellfish. I'm not going to eat crabs and shrimp. Right. I'm just not. I'm not. <laughs> exactly. Now I'm going to eat muscles because I know I can eat it. Right? I know I can do that. It's just certain, I'm not going to set myself up to die because I know myself. Now, that's an extreme case, but... It's like that in life, too. If you just start breaking stuff down into layman terms in a way you can digest it, you're going to know what you're supposed to be doing because everybody here for something. And we're not here for long. We're here to do our job, whatever their job is. And when you're done, we all got somebody to answer to and somewhere we got to be. Mm-hmm. You're just out here wasting time. If you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're out here wasting time and you're just burning up, like, worrying why stuff's so hard for you. You're having such a hard time. It's because you're not doing what you're supposed to be you're doing. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Everybody want to be in somebody else's lane right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, especially with real estate. It gets yeah. so gimmicky, man. I, sometimes I don't even like talking about it. Because everybody, I do real estate. I, yeah, I'm a guru. I'm an investor. Mm-hmm. And you pull a card. It's like, you don't even own no how You about to teach them what? You don't own nothing. How can you tell them I had a, man? That's crazy. All because they see people want to pay a million dollars for seminars. I, I be telling people, like, I don't even do them. Like, when I do seminars now, it's because I have done one somebody else or somebody else had me as a speaker at they thing and I do speaking engagements for other people the people hear me talk they follow me like I need one for you I'm like Ugh, I do it that's how I had the first one I did my one and then the people who came they folks wasn't able to make them like, you gotta do it again for my sister no she has to hear this I'm like oh my god I'm gonna do it again but I don't really like it because I really put my heart and soul into this this is a real thing because I know what can happen like Rosebud's investment so on the real estate side of the landlord and all that, that's where the millionaire part come from. But Rosebud's investments in itself, 
is a six figure company at 25 that's a big deal to me like to some people it might not mean nothing for it to be a six figure company that i made right on my own i did that from your idea like i ain't had no other teachers i ain't had no other like besides the support of like my husband and my grandma she was watching the kids when i was doing the calls but i was doing them calls that company is like solely referral based I don't even market. Like, if y'all go look at it, you're you going to hear me say something on a podcast. You might have heard what I said on a podcast. I like it. But I don't be telling people book calls. I got people booking calls because they heard me speak months ago. Mm. Just referral-based. Or I didn't help somebody get a house, and they just were so excited, so they told somebody. And stuff like that. I take pride in it because, like, I'm really, really, really helping people. You got people who will say that they're helping people, but it's, it's different. different. They're helping themselves. Mm. And then they're like, yeah, your price is so good. That's what you should look for. Somebody, I mean, I respect everybody's time. But if there's certain points, a certain amount of money is just too much. I can't tell a person what the value they time it. But I feel like a lot of people have been making so much money off of these people. They created this lifestyle off of that, right? And mm-hmm. now they got to keep it up. So they got to charge you those prices. I mean, I live off my real estate. So, I mean, if I never did another consultation, okay, great. I ain't going to be out here on the bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, they can't say that. And that's because y'all didn't get them. You look at it, oh, this person got 50,000 followers. They got to know what they're talking about. I'm like, no. or they just entertaining. Like, they, they, they living off what they, uh... So, right. Right, right, right. They, that's like, they uh... They make it acceptable. Yeah, and that's, that's like what, uh... I don't know how true this is, but that's what I heard about, you know, Robert Kiyosaki? I do. The Rich Dad Poor Yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah, I heard... I heard he got rich off that book. I heard he wasn't even rich. I heard he was living like damn near like paycheck to paycheck before that book came out. So <laughs> think about that real talk. I, heard, I just found this out last oh, week. Man, listen, <laughs> it's so annoying to me that you just said that because just the fact that I know that that could be true. Because somebody say something real hot, right? They mm-hmm. might say something they heard. You don't even know they say something real hot. And they all morning like, oh. Yeah. I remember when I used to come to my interviews. I had my little paperwork and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, y'all want to see some receipts? No, people ain't asking me to see none of my deeds. I'm like, oh, you don't even care. <laughs> I'm like, I just need the papers home. Because people make it acceptable. If you sound good, that's it. That's it, no. They don't even care. So right. I'm like, yo. And that was the reason why I kind of fell off seminars. Because it was like, well, if I'm real and they fake, how y'all know who from who? Because yeah. y'all not looking at the obvious things that I thought you would be checking for. So, now what's the difference? Oh, no, now it's the competition of which you show. But I know people who have went to the store for Gucci, Louis, take a couple pictures, take it back. Like, I know people who do crazy stuff like that. That's great. And that's why I started to do my live. So when I do my live, it's my daily walk. I try to do it every day, but sometimes I'm busy. And I walk around my neighborhood. Like, because I don't talk about real estate because I'm bored. I live this. Like, I live here. This is my neighborhood. Like, y'all see it? They see the house. Like, oh, my God, look at the house. Yeah. Now, some of these people y'all looking up to, ask them. They probably live with somebody else. They don't even know. Like, And I just want people to <laughs> value they self a little bit more. Yeah. Than like, y'all work hard for your money. Y'all don't people sell y'all a dream. Your like, dream. Come on, you could dream for free. <laughs> Facts. Facts. But so, I don't know. Some, it's like, you know, some people, they like you said earlier, they can't even see it. So... Mm-hmm. They see it. They see it through. I guess they see it through somebody else, so that gives them a vision. So, I, I don't know. Common sense is a thing. Yep. If I'm looking at you and you got a Bentley, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that I paid you a thousand dollars, and I know the next person paid you a thousand dollars. I'm gonna assume we bought that Bentley for you. I mean, I'm not a rocket <laughs> scientist, but I just feel like if one plus one is two, 
you got 22,000 followers and we all paying you for something that you're saying. Of course you're buying it. Right. The stuff you had with the money we give me. So it's like, even if y'all just looked at it at that point, I mean, it makes sense that you probably should, you know, <laughs> or at least get something out of it because I don't, you pay me for my time too. Like, I ain't no different than anybody yeah, else. Right. Like, I don't hit you in the head. It's the reason why I keep my prices to where they are. I never want to be inaccessible to the people who really need me. But I never mm-hmm. want to be too cheap for the people that can afford me. So right. I find a real happy medium. Because sometimes I'll have my consultation and some of the stuff I say can smooth over people's head. I'm talking about, they just be happy we on the phone. I'll be like, you got a question? They're like, no. I'll be like, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After all that. <laughs> nah, that's what I be. I'm like, hmm, okay. Right? So for the people that's, that, that's just paying me just because, I want to make sure that at least y'all ain't going to pay me so much. Like, uh, you still got to pay me to sit on this phone with you because I could definitely be doing something else. But I still try to make those numbers affordable for mm. those people. And then for the people who really got it, they usually the ones that book a further service or something like that. And they're the people who really make a difference, though. That's how I can tell who is serious from who is not because everything I say will make you some money. And if you're mm. really paying attention to what I'm teaching you after that first call, you're like, yo, what else? Like, what else can we do? And I'm like, yeah, say, because you done made some money and, you know, off of some of the stuff that I said mm-hmm. for you to do. You done followed up and got it done. So mm. that's kind of how you yeah. can handle stuff. But this world is a scary place, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. That's real, though. Yeah. But I want to I ask you, so what, like, out of all the stuff you accomplished, what, are, what do you feel is, like, your biggest accomplishment on the other side of that? What do you feel like is your uh, biggest mistake? Mm. I, I, I stole that question from the other. <laughs> she looking at me like. <laughs> she looking at me like. Did you steal my question? Uh, yes, you I did. did. Yeah. Why would you steal? All right, think how you can edit me. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, so I want to ask you. <laughs> what would you say is your biggest accomplishment or your biggest mistake? Oh, that's, that's a good. That's, that's a good question. That's a good question. That's a real good, that's real good question. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, my biggest accomplishment is breaking stereotypes to me. Mm. I like to be black, to be a woman, to be young, to be a mother, to be a wife, right. to be successful. Ain't no scandals attached to me. Mm. I said what I said it is, but it is. You can pull a receipt. I'm good. My record clean. All that stuff. To do that, that speaks volumes to me because that's hard. Same. You got, yeah, you got ladies out here who don't see a way out. They they got to deal with certain guys to make it, or they got to do certain things. They get put up in certain situations. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't have to do none of that. I stood true to it. I trusted the process. I still do every day. I work hard. I work just as hard as if it was if I worked for someone else. It's just that I work for myself. So I think my biggest accomplishment is just that, like breaking stereotypes and just showing people, yo, you can do it. I did it. I'm doing it. I'm not going to stop doing it either. I'm going to keep doing it. So mm-hmm. I take a lot of pride in it. Just yeah, everything. That's powerful. Yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful. And and my what? biggest, I think my biggest mistake, I made a couple of them. So. <laughs> one, of my, one of my constant mistakes is being impatient. I'm not patient. I'm not as impulsive as I was, but I'm not patient. Like, <laughs> I'm the type of person where I want it now. All of it. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. And I don't really always take time to look at what I got already. It's like, yo, you good. You could chill. It's like, no, can't chill. Do it again. Close another deal. It's like, yo, yo, what the? So I have to have those talks with me. That's one of my mistakes. The other mistake I made um, early on, anyway, was just moving 
to get approval for other, from other people, right? Mm. Like, you got to dig it. It's so cliche. You hear people say it all the time. Everybody can't go. You hear it. They said it. You're like, yeah, everybody can't go. I get it. Until it's really time for you to start going places that everybody can't go. It hit different. You feel mm-hmm. what they said, right? And I used to just try to force people into greatness. Like, come on. Come on, come on, come on. And then dumbing myself down to make them comfortable because it's like, eh, you know. You don't want to come up crazy because they can't do it. It's like, oh, man, walk in your greatness. No matter what, mm-hmm. no matter how they feel about it, this your journey to take. So that was one of my mistakes outside of the patience thing. What's another mistake I made? No, I think trying to please people to it. I think that'll fall into the same thing I just said. So, yeah, just the whole patience thing. Mm-hmm. You got to be patient. Because mm-hmm. you got to think about it. Do you want it right now or do you want it forever? Right. That's what I started mm-hmm. to tell myself. Right. I had to start telling myself, like, yeah. This won't help you right now, but what about later? Is this going to hurt you in the long run, or is it going to help you? How is it? Do you got to really play it out in your head? Like, okay, you do this right now, then what? But what if you just wait a minute and you do it this way? Like, it was this Japanese quote. Don't quote me on it, because I don't remember the exact words, but it's like, if you do it right, it'll take you longer, but it'll get done faster. I think Mm -hmm. that's what it was. And I'm like, hmm? It's like, yo, it's going to take you longer, but it'll get done faster. Meaning, if you do it wrong, you got to redo it. Over and over and over. So you, you, you're constantly doing the same thing over and over. If you do it right the first time, it might take you longer to get it done. But once it's done, it's done. It's done. That's real. Because yeah. I feel like that's you something you see school, like all the time. Everybody want to take the easy way out. Everybody want to take uh-huh. the easy route. And they don't do nothing but come back to bite you in the end. You got to do things for uh-huh. you, no matter how long it's going to take. But uh-huh. another question I got for you is, you mentioned like your husband does real estate too. So how do you feel like having a partner who shares a similar mindset and entrepreneurial spirit as you has benefited you in like your business? Mm, I can give you pros and cons. <laughs> so the, I'm okay. cons first. Because okay. when your husband is your business partner, y'all would disagree just like you would with a regular business partner. So y'all bump heads and it's like, then you're like, oh wait, y'all still married. You can't, your argument can't go so deep. Right. Listen, I'm a Virgo. I can hold grudges. I be to be real. He's oh, like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't no. hold no grudges for nothing. Yeah, look. He's like, pass me the roll. I'm like, no. Look, I'm mad about something. It ain't got nothing to do with the TV show we watch. Like, it gets crazy. But I do think it's important to have that support because he understands. Mm-hmm. He understands. Especially because we both came from the same struggle. Different places, but the same struggle. Like, we know. Single family household. We know. So that just makes everything that we do super important to us, like, it's important that we got married. It's important that we raise our children together. It's important mm. that we show them certain principles. It's so crazy. And it just makes it fun, too. Like, if you got somebody that don't understand you, you got to just explain <laughs> stuff all day. It's like, yo, bro, what? So the fact that he get it, like, he gets it. There's certain things I ain't even got to say to him. Then I can bounce ideas off of him, like, hey, how about this and that? And he thinking like I'm thinking, so he get it. Right? Mm-hmm. Even if he's opposed to something I'm thinking, he still understands where my thought process is coming from. Because he sees it. He's like, yup, nope, I know that if you close this deal this way, we can do this net. But, like, for instance, we just started to uh, talk about leveraging finally, 90 years later, right? <laughs> so I was like, listen, <laughs> we can't live like this. We can't live like this. He's like, alright, so when it comes to leveraging, we should do it this way. Now, I'm a broker, so I can give money out to do deals. So I was like, hmm. Should we do a purchase and rehab loan? Or should we just free file one of the properties we already have? So this was a conversation that I could have with him. And he could understand where I was coming from, thinking about the debt, 
versus the double closings, just all of the stuff that we had to go over. Mm-hmm. I can have a conversation. If I was with somebody else, they they want to play safe. Everybody got different things, but I'm just glad that I got him because he gets it. So I think that's important for anybody, even if it's not in real estate or you're not an entrepreneur. Being with somebody that understands you is everything because the world's tough enough. You got to fight them battles outside all the time. Mm-hmm. You, already got, you already got enough that you're up against. So mm-hmm. I feel like when you're home with your partner, that should be your peace of mind. And y'all should be able to compliment each other and just help each other. Mm-hmm. You don't, don't want to like do it by yourself. It's not fun to do it by yourself. That's why a, a lot of women, they talk about like how it's hard to be an alpha female and how men are intimidated mm-hmm. and that's the job dating these suckers that's what I'm saying I'm so strong with him like I'm talking about ah, but he is too he don't do too much tucking the cell like I said what I said he said what he said and we gonna figure it out somewhere mm-hmm. in between but if you got somebody who's jealous of you and all of that that's cause they not on their job ain't nobody gonna be second guessing and questioning themselves if they know they solid so when I hear that, yeah, when you're successful, it's hard to get a man. And did it. No, you just got to get the right type of person. And if you're mm-hmm. dealing with somebody who feels that way about you, that, to me, speaks a lot about who you are. Why would Thanks. you want a man that's under you? So now you want to keep him under you. But then you complain that you feel like he's under you. So, yeah, I don't know, man. That's a whole different conversation. Nah. I'm glad you said it. Because when I say it, since I'm a dude saying You're not allowed to say it. Right, I'm not allowed to say it because I'm a dude. So when I say it, it's like... Of course you'll say that, right. Exactly. No, no, no. There's certain stuff we can't say either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you right. Listen, God already gave y'all one up. Y'all get the piece standing up. Let us... Okay. But no... No, that's 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 the realest shit in the world. To me, what you said, because you, I, I hear people say that all the time, with just regarding uh females when they'll say something like that, and I'm like, yo, the truth of it is, all right, it might not be a abundance of thorough dudes out here, but the truth of it is, the truth of it is, it's 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 some that you probably didn't pass up on. It's enough. That's right. It's enough that you probably didn't pass up on multiple times, but you 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 ain't right with them. So you can't even recognize mm-hmm. the thorough dude when you see him. He could, write, he could be right in your face yelling at you. Some of us be damaged, and we on this high horse and yeah. this thing that you got to be willing to accept. And this is me speaking to myself. Like, I had to check myself a couple times because my grandma, she worked all the time. Like, that, man, I'm so smart because I read books. You know they, like, the mm-hmm. last kid, but I read so many books, TV and books. That was my escape. That's how my imagination got so crazy. My mom, single parent. Mind you, I knew where my dad was at. He was an entrepreneur, but... To hear that with mom, you just see women constantly being strong, strong, strong. That's the plus, and that's the biggest blessing in the world. But that can also mess you up. That's damaging because you out here thinking you don't need it in, mm-hmm. but you do. Mm-hmm. God made two people. Mm-hmm. He did not tell you. It's like that's weird. That's what. If he wanted you to be by yourself, he would have made one person, and we wouldn't even be here. He was already here. Okay, he made a son. He made Adam and Eve so they could be together.
they're willing to make mistakes. And I just say that because I'm married, super young. Like, we've been married for two years now. I'm 25. He's mm. 27. But it's like, people are like, yeah, you too young to settle, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I don't think that because we're going to grow together anyway. And I'd rather mm-hmm. get him now before he like lost and turned out anywhere. So we can <laughs> yeah, anything that we can think to do, we're going to do it together. You know? Because later on, when he all set in his ways, I definitely don't feel like breaking the ice on that. Like, <laughs> I ain't trying to chisel nothing. They say that. Like, it's easier to, to mold the child than to chisel an adult. Yep. I feel it. We can get together. So you can't just let that strength. Cause that's a, like definitely it's a weakness too. You can't let that be what causes you to be alone. Everybody gonna make mistakes, and just because somebody do something that you don't like or you don't agree with, you're not settling. You're not settling. Mm-hmm. You guys are disagreeing. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. it. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Man, that's... Like I said, different story for a different day, man. I could be a marriage counselor. I right. Right. Get in the world. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you. We definitely gotta do that episode. By yourself, shit. Like how you said, a man need a woman, a woman need a man. I always bought into that mentality. Maybe, like, maybe because I grew up in a two parent home with my parents, they still married to this day. So that always stuck with me. Like when I see people saying shit like, uh, like, like, ain't nothing wrong with a with a strong female. Like especially if it's. You gotta be strong to be married too. You you gotta be strong. Exactly. 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 Double effort. It's men and women. It's, it's a together thing. It's exactly. A I, I just hate. Shout out to your mom and dad too. Like I really love when people say like they got moms and dads that's still together. I mm-hmm. love that because it's like unheard of. It's unheard, it's unheard of. Unheard of in a lot of places. Yeah, but I was, it's common in others. I was the I only. It. I was the only one in, uh, in my neighborhood who, who, my, who parents was uh married. Yeah, yeah all my all my friends I grew up with they they grew up around either either single moms or single dads. And most of the time, you know, it was single moms. A few were single dads, but I was really the only one for real. So, and yeah. you don't really think nothing of it until you get grown. Then you see like you see like how it molds a person mm-hmm. having that balance. How, with them. how they act, Yo, yeah. Man, it's crazy. My babies, it's three of them. We have a one year old, a two year old, and a five year old. So we had them 2014, 2016, and 2018. And they so whole. Like, <laughs> that balance. I'm telling you, yeah, that balance. Little kids, but yeah. you can tell how they interact with people, how they share the togetherness. Like, they know we family. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Like, that, but like, come on, mom. Like, everything's together. Come on, dad. Like, we left because we do a lot of trips. So we have never done trips without them until our two year anniversary. We went back to Vegas without them. And the little baby, she was like standing at the window every time I FaceTime. She looking at the one. She wanna know where we was at because she never been away from us. It was just so crazy. Yeah. And they just stick up for each other. Like I had to tell the little one because she got in trouble. The two year old because the little baby got yelled at, and the two year old told my grandma, "Like don't yell at her." I'm like, "Y'all do stick together, but you can't do that." That's grandma. Like, <laughs> 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 All right, grandma. But I just love it because this world, man, it's not really for us. And it's good people out here, but it's bad people out here too. Yeah. And you gotta have somebody to chase that shit with, like up front, my friend. But you gotta have somebody that can help you weather those storms up. Yep. Like, I don't understand how people think. And it's like, I know you lonely. That's another thing. Like, I know you lonely. <laughs> it's all cool. I got myself. I'm all I got. I can do bad by myself. Well, sis, you is right now. You sad. You, you sad. can't even laugh for nobody. Man, I'm so bad you saying it. You low-key hating. Like, you, you see people out with their boobs, and you, man, you tell your girlfriend, girl, he ain't right. He need to be doing, you know, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, that's the, you know, that's the B-virus. So 
myself with you, like, no. And I just want strong women to know, entrepreneurs, whatever mm-hmm. you are, it's okay to be vulnerable. Not to everybody. Pick the right person, but the right person ain't going to let you down. So you don't even really got to worry about letting your guard down and all that. As long as you're selective and you make calculated risk, because it's mm-hmm. all about calculated risk. Right. As long as you do that, you're good. But don't be walking mm-hmm. around on this high risk. Like, Man, I'm so I'm, I'm so I'm so glad you saying it because like I say when I say it come off like how you would do how you know it because I say I say it all the time I'm like man every girl that be on no, that I told you. it's all blunt you cannot say it <laughs> I, bro, I, it's okay Zane. bro it's okay you know you, you already know but yeah that's 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 crazy man that's that's just crazy to me but I'm like I said I'm glad you saying it but the last the last question I got for you is uh I want to speak to a person. A person, because I like on our podcast, I like speaking to the to the people that got some money that could play this game, whether it's real estate, stocks, whatever. Uh, and I like to talk to the people that probably ain't got nothing, and they just hear, they just listening to this for inspiration and for mm-hmm. later purposes is is to when they do get some money. So the person that ain't got mm-hmm. nothing and they hear this conversation, they they feel inspired, but they looking, they thinking to themselves like, man, I ain't gonna be able to get to that point. I ain't got shit. I ain't got no money. Oh, oh, nothing. You know what I'm saying? How I'm gonna get there? What's your advice? Or what's your what's your speak to that person for a second? That's how I'm gonna put it. All right, person, you will never <laughs> not have nothing. Let me tell you something. It's never gonna be a time where you ain't got nothing. And I don't care if you got rent in your pocket. You like I don't have nothing, Jamisa. Look at my pockets. Nothing in there. <laughs> Every day that you got breath in your lungs, you got something. You got an opportunity to take it. It's money out here, man. Even if it ain't yours, if you can educate yourself, you tell somebody you can flip their money and really mean it. Like I mean, flip it like with real estate. Or you tell somebody, look, I could go buy you a house, and you you buy a house for thirty thousand, and you tell them it costs forty, whatever. Wholesaling, that's the thing. You got a brain. That means you got time. As long mm-hmm. as you got time, you got everything. Yeah. The only time you don't got nothing is when you don't got that time, man. It's houses out here for six hundred dollars. You ain't got six hundred dollars. Wash your car. It's <laughs> the small time. Sell some water ice. For Cut real. some grass. It's about how bad you want it. You ain't never got nothing. You got a chance. God gave you a chance, man. He gave you a chance. You ain't out here handicapped, disabled. You, you mean you can go get it? You mm. got it. As long as you got time, you got everything you need. So that's gonna be, you know, what I got to say to y'all. Don't mm. let your circumstances handicap you. Where you mm-hmm. at cannot determine where you going. If you mm. want it, go get it. That's it. Like that. That's what I'm gonna say to y'all. Cause y'all got everything y'all need. Y'all got that time, and y'all can do it. Y'all can do it. You're not no different than nobody else. Don't make no excuses for yourself. Don't sit around feeling bad for yourself. Anything that anybody out here attaining and grabbing, you could do it too. You got that same 24 hours. Educate yourself on what it is that you want to do, and go get it done. That's it. Yes, man. I love that. That's 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 mm-hmm. a that's a perfect way to end it for real. Cause that's like I I even heard a saying before and they say, uh, when someone is born, you born with everything you need. So with that uh-huh. you don't need to look out you don't look you don't really need to look outside of yourself for anything you want to accomplish. You really don't have to look you don't have to look outside. It's okay to do it, you know what I'm saying? If you want to learn uh-huh. different things, but you don't necessarily have to. So it's all at the end of the day, it's all about your mindset. You get your mind right, uh-huh. if you're thinking right. That's that starts with then. All that all that starts yeah, with like then. Yeah, like he said, being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. What you said, you born with everything you need. If you know you good at dancing, you dance while you washing up, you dance while you cooking, you dance while you cleaning. 
you a dancer, bro. Sing you already. Why are you out here trying to be a painter? Why are you out here trying to be a culinary arts major? You're a dancer. It's in you. Follow the gut. You got to know. Whatever is tugging, follow the tug. That's what it is you're supposed to be doing. Mm. Go get it done. Man, that's powerful, man. And but before we let you go, for the people that hear this, uh, where can they find you? They wanna they wanna learn more about you and reach out to you about real estate, all that good stuff. Where can they uh, find you? Hit you up at? Okay, so I'm on Instagram at Rosebuds Investments. Both of those words are plural, so it's the S at the end of Rosebud. It's the S at the end of Investments. The website is the same: www.rosebudsinvestments.com. The number is 267-419-ROSE. I know, I'm fancy, right? It's <laughs> 267-419-7673. Um, you can just reach out. We love to help. Like, literally, we help all people. We have people who come to us who have money and they're really ready to just put it to work. But the majority of the clients we help is people who have no idea what to do and they literally starting from the bottom because I know how that feel. Mm-hmm. So I can, I, you get what I mean? I can resonate with that a little bit different. So don't ever think it ain't the right time or you got to get right before you contact somebody for help or before you start. Listen, the best time to start is now because that's all you really got is right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's, with that being said, that's the perfect way to end it. Before we let you go, I just want to say, we appreciate you a lot, like real shit, for coming on because you spit a lot of, a lot of real, real gems. That's not only valuable to the listeners, but valuable to us as well. Like this, this is a lot of game for real, and we definitely appreciate all you doing. Mm-hmm. You and uh, you got our support with anything. Where yes, you, if you ever need something, feel you, you got our info now. Feel free to hit us up whenever, and we got you with whatever it is. Listen. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah. This was yeah. real laid back. This was fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I had a pleasure speaking to the both of you guys. And mm-hmm. we're going to go through that Detroit trip soon. Yeah. Be that. That's what I need from y'all. Hey, I'm going I'm to hold, I'm hold, I'm hold you to it. I'm going to definitely hold you to that. We're going to set it up. All right, good. Yeah. I'm, listen, I'm all lucky because I got to do that over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I promise you. I promise. I promise to God. We're going we gonna, to we gonna, we gonna kick it for real. I'm gonna hold you to it. Right, yeah, appreciate it. You right, have you have a good you. day. We're good rest of your day. You do the same. Thank yeah. y'all. No problem. Definitely. All right, well, guys. Well, that was another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast with uh, Jamisa, and that was a super valuable, dope, dope episode. And uh, for the people, and we about to wrap up. But for the people who don't know, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. And me personally, Xavier C. Miller. And Deanna, she's going to give you away her information. And you can find me on Instagram at Deanna Kent. Twitter is Deanna S. Kent or Kent Real Estate. And if you haven't subscribed to the Millionaire Mindsets daily text description, you can do so by texting at M-Mindsets to 81010. Again, that is at the at sign M-Mindsets to 81010. And if you want to learn about how to get into real estate investing, you can go to www.parkhillconsultantservices.com and book a consultation with us. And that's pretty much all we got for y'all. Appreciate y'all for listening. See y'all next episode. Peace. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next, but I'm on the way. You ain't take risks because you're too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way 